You, what's going on? Broton is your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington here at General Fitness Company Studio. Today is Wednesday, January 18th, 2023. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Uh, yeah, the, we are back and uh, we have a couple changes. Uh, I no longer call it the TR Expert Talks, although I probably uh, did call it that on the first episode. Now I think about it, but yeah, we, uh, you know, we got me and the me and the crew, we uh, made some changes, decided to, uh, uh, you know, obviously, as you saw, change the cover for this uh, podcast, and we decided to change the name from TR Expert Talks to exclusively General Fitness Company Cast. I know it got a little confusing, uh, so <laughs> I figured let's just call it uh, General Fitness Company Cast and get all the confusion out of the way. So uh, so this is what we got here on the General Fitness Company Cast today. We got a way back Wednesday episode. This is an episode I recorded about a, about a month and a half ago. Uh, I was talking about the very best exercise. And in this episode, I actually don't talk about one specific exercise. I talk about a few exercises and I boil it down to what the best exercise is. So I talked about the easiest exercise. I talked about the most efficient exercise or more effect, most effective exercise. I talked about some exercises that people uh, tend to do thinking that they're very effective and they're really not as effective as they'd like them to be. Uh, so I pretty much ran the gambit here and uh, talked about exercise in its various forms. And of course, like I said, I boiled it down to the uh, very best, most effective, simplest exercise that you can do. All right. So without further ado, let's go and get this episode underway. Season 10, episode two of the General Fitness Company cast. And we'll call this one, well, we'll call it the same thing we called it the first time around. The best exercise. Let's go. All right, so you know, early on today, a few people were asking me uh, on social media, like, what are the best exercises for explosiveness? And I thought about it, and I said, you know, the best exercises are probably anything that involves your glutes, you know, your hamstrings or your quads, uh, but mostly your glutes. So, like something like your a squat, which actually covers the hamstrings, glutes, and quads, or your hip thrust, which is hamstrings and glutes, would be your best exercises. You see, a lot of people. A lot of people will say that, you know, something like jumping or something like that or uh, multi-direction exercises like maybe agility drills are great for your speed. And they are good for your speed. You know, it's good for your footwork. Uh, but you got to think about it this way. Uh, if your feet are moving really fast, just think about those cartoons, right? Where they like their feet move really fast, but they're not going anywhere. That's what I think about when I, when people talk about like uh, getting better footwork and not having the explosive power in their glutes. If you don't have a good first step, then, you know, you can move your feet as fast as you want, but you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, so yeah, I mean, obviously it's a combination of having your feet move really fast and uh, making your feet, your legs really long so um that you know that's the easiest and simplest way to get more explosiveness in your in your first step or to be faster in general but 
I didn't want to talk about that in this episode, although I did kind of mention that a little bit <laughs> for about a good uh, 60 seconds or so. Uh, what I really did want to talk about is the simplest exercise that you can do. The simplest exercise that would give you the most benefit, because you know a lot of people ask that. And I would say the, the exercise that will probably give you the most benefit, it's not the, most, it's not the simplest, but the exercise that will give you the most benefit would probably be a kettlebell swing, because the kettlebell swing pretty much uh, works everything, you know, and it's <laughs> it's pretty relatively easy to execute. Uh, it's easier to get a kettlebell than uh, another exercise. I would say is probably the best uh, form of exercise for you, which would be a rower, uh, because a rower uses your arms and your legs. Uh, but uh, outside of a rower, because you know rowers can be expensive and not everybody gets can get one. A kettlebell, you know, you can get you can get a pretty decent kettlebell for like fifty bucks. You know, uh, so why I say uh, the kettlebell swing would be your probably the easiest and most effective or not easiest but most effective exercise is like I said it works your quads it works your glutes it works your hamstrings it works your core it works your arms so it pretty much works everything in your body including your feet because you got to ground yourself when you're swinging a bell you know it's not the same as a squat you actually have to kind of counterbalance with your feet so that's the most effective exercise is the kettlebell swing so if you don't have a kettlebell I would highly suggest if you're listening to this and you don't have a kettlebell at your disposal I would say that you hi I highly suggest you get one and uh, learn how to kettlebell swing and if you want to learn how to kettlebell swing you can check out generalfitnesscompany.com or excuse me you can check out my YouTube page you can check out generalfitnesscompany.com you can get to the YouTube page through there but you can go straight to YouTube and check out the general fitness company uh, YouTube page and I have a couple uh, videos on swings and kettlebells but again that's not what I want to talk about but we are getting there though <laughs> and this is what I wanted to talk about is the simplest and most effective exercise period and that's a plank it's very simple <laughs> very simple and the reason why I say it's a plank is because there's so many variations for the plank you know there's a low plank where you go on your forearms and toes is probably one of my favorite ones high plank which is essentially holding the top of your push-up you know you have elbow to hand transitions where it's like a moving plank uh, you can have a lateral you know there's a lot of <laughs> I can sound I could be over here like Bubba Gump talking about uh, planks <laughs> you know uh, but yeah there's a lot of variations of the planks which makes it a very effective exercise. And it's a simple exercise because it's an isometric contraction. Now you see an isometric contraction is something that a lot of people overlook when it comes to exercise. A lot of people, as I said, when I was talking earlier about like the explosiveness and stuff like that, uh, a lot of people uh, disregard the fact that you need to have like stability and when you're trying to do explosive exercises. And isometric contractions are a great way to like train your joints and your tendons and your ligaments to be strong in one position, right? So like there's lifting weights, which is really great. I mean, don't get me wrong, <laughs> lifting weights and uh, you know, doing, moving your body through spaces, you know, what I hang my hat on. But there also is something to be said about an isometric contraction, Some, uh, just for the simple fact uh, that, like I said, it helps train your muscles, your tendons, your ligaments, all to kind of stabilize, right? So you can get strong. It's, it's one thing to be strong in your muscles and tendons and ligaments, but it's another thing to be stable, right? So, you know, you can think of like a bodybuilder, your typical bodybuilder, your Mr. Olympia or whatnot. These are people that just lift weights. 
they probably couldn't stand on one foot. Like those people I've seen, <laughs> actually I think as I'm talking about this, I think about a video I saw of this bodybuilder that was fighting an MMA guy. And then the bodybuilder was like probably three times the size of this MMA guy. Uh, but the bodybuilder came out and he threw like two haymakers the uh, MMA guy kind of moved out the way. And this was like a lower class MMA guy. It wasn't a professional MMA fighter by any means. Uh, you can kind of tell he was a little raw. But he had a lot more mobility than the, than the bodybuilder. So you can see that the bodybuilder, he threw those two haymakers. And when he threw the second one, he completely lost his balance. But the MMA guy kind of gave him a chance. He backed up. And then the, the, when he backed up, he ran at him and just came down uh, to his knees and literally just tackled him and kind of maneuvered his, moved, maneuvered his way around into like a reverse ankle lock or something like that and pretty much made the guy tap out. Uh, so that kind of like, it, it pretty much uh, speaks to my point and that, you know, it's one thing to be strong, but if that muscle isn't doing anything, then all those muscles are just for show. So uh, I'm of the philosophy and this is not for everybody, right? I mean, like, I kudos to bodybuilders because those people really put their bodies through some real, some real serious. Um, how do I say this? They put their their bodies through some serious uh, regiments and some serious routines or whatnot. Let's put it that way. Uh, I couldn't do it myself. I mean, I've done stuff like powerlifting, which is a little bit different. Uh, but you know, to essentially have to starve yourself and get yourself looking as 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 strong as you can <laughs> while you're you know depriving yourself of food and water that's something else right that's next level but if you want to be strong like you know that's a whole different story you know like athletes aren't going to be bodybuilders they're not going to train the, the same way at all so if you want to be strong you want to lift weights but you also want to have stability in those muscles so that when you lift the weights a you reduce your risk of injury and B, you're more effective in what you're lifting, right? It's one thing to lift your weights into like one plane, you know, like up and down or forward and back or, you know, <laughs> pretty much there's <laughs> only two planes you can go up and down or forward and back. Uh, but, you know, it's another thing to be able to like put a, like I said, put a kettlebell in motion and do a kettlebell swing or do a push up and then like transition to one hand or you know do a squat with one leg off the ground those are different that's you know you may not be able to lift as much if you're lifting with one leg off the ground uh, but the fact that you can do that means that you're more able to do other things so i'm you know this uh, episode is essentially a uh, case my case for functional strength training because i think it's important to be able to do all the things that you want to do in your life and i'm not poo-pooing any other you know form of training everything has its place uh, but in terms of like what everybody is looking for you know every, not everybody's an athlete not everybody's a bodybuilder but 80 percent of the population is going to be someone that's essentially you know goes to work every day you know eight to ten hours a day depending on who you are maybe sometimes more sometimes less and you know you come home and you, you want to play with your kids or play with your dog or spend time with your significant other or if you're if you're alone you want to maybe go out with your friends and and just do your thing but at the same time you want to live a healthy and happy life you want a good quality of life and the best way to do that is to literally uh you know do the functional stuff do the stuff that helps you just keep yourself stable and keep yourself strong nothing really fancy so at the end of the day what i'm saying here is that you know also i'm 
making the case here for uh, planks. <laughs> All that, I'm making the case here for planks, for a simple isometric exercise that you can literally do every day. You can do a 60, 60 second plank every day. Everybody has 60 seconds. And if you can do that every day, I guarantee you, you will see a significant benefit. And maybe if you're not doing them already, you'll see a significant increase in your core strength as well as other parts of your body, like your quads and your shoulders. So yeah, do some planks today. <laughs> All right, I really do appreciate you listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it brought you value. If it did, feel free to leave a rating or review and tell me about what you thought about this episode. I probably said this on a, a few episodes ago, but I think it's uh, something to be that's worthy to be repeated. I have been leaving these questions on Spotify just to kind of give you uh, a little bit of get a little bit of feedback and just kind of get you to interact a little bit more with these episodes. I really would appreciate it if you uh, you know answer any of the questions that I might drop out there, even if it's a just did you like this episode. Uh, sometimes I just put that out there, just a simple question. So I would love for you to write that feedback in there. And, uh, you know, if you're, like I said, if you are enjoying this and if you have left a rating or review, feel free to also, you know, tell your friends and subscribe so you can get uh, and notified when more of these episodes get released. All right, that does it. I'll check you on Friday. Thanks again for listening. And as always, keep good company. Can I?